This is the Life Journey Podcast with Quentin, a.k.a. Q Gauze No Days Off. From on the field and off the field, NFL player and entrepreneur. Motivating you to be the best you can be and getting you out of your comfort zone. Sharing with you travel, sports, and entrepreneurial tips with amazing guests on the show. Now, get ready for your life to change with the Life Journey Podcast and your host, Quentin Gauze. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Quentin Gauze, the host of the Life Journey Podcast. Oh, my gosh, man. We're here with the Borowski, the Borowski, Paul Davis. We're with the Broski. Oh my gosh. What's good, bro? What's up, man? Great day, Broski, boy, boy. It's good to have you on the show, man. This is awesome. This is like dope. This is really awesome to have you on the show right now. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm glad to be here, man. I'm glad that you asked me, man. What an honor, what a privilege, what a blessing, to be honest. Ah, man, it's, 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 it's definitely great to have you, man. Like, Maul Davis, like, known him since I was like a freshman in college at Rutgers <laughs> University. Um, the dude is like the masseuse king um, in the sports world, like from the, the Alexander to Alexander Stretch to you know massage. I know yeah. he's doing a lot more along with it too, just adding on. He got the clothing line coming out probably soon. I don't know when. He's like, <laughs> broski, boy. The broski. So you know, it's great having him on the show, man. So Ma, you know, like this show is just basically about like just the life journey. Like, what have yeah. you gone through to get to the point you are today? You know, there's a lot of people that um, are listening from the UK, from South America, that love hearing um, about the journey of, you know, people within the United States. So it's great to, yeah. uh, you know, the people get a chance to hear you. So let the people know, you know, exactly who you are, what industry yeah. you're in, and um, how you grew up, like from childhood yeah. on. So, man, like you said, it's, you know, I'm known as Brother Maul or Maul Davis. Um, uh, my name is Jermall Davis, and I am originally from Detroit, Michigan, and I'm an Army brat, so I lived a lot of different places, from Kentucky to Indianapolis to uh, Germany, and uh, just kind of like, you know, that experience just cultured me in a lot of ways, man, just to, to be a people person and be a little bit more extroverted. And then, you know, we went back, relocated back to Detroit uh, when I was in, basically when I was getting ready to go to middle school. And, and the rest is history, man. This acting bug hit me and uh, was involved in a lot of the stuff that was happening in Michigan, Detroit, and was mentored uh, in this program called Mosaic Youth Theater of Detroit. Um, and then through Cass Tech High School, which is a uh, high school that Big Sean went to, Diana Ross, Lily Thomas. Man, I ended up going to Rutgers University. I scholarship to go there through um, a mentor, Marilyn McCormick, who taught at my high school and just thought it was a great look for me and right. majored in, uh, my, in theater arts and concentration in, in British culture because we actually studied abroad in London. So shout out to all the, shout out to all the broskies out there, yeah, Nick? From UK, yeah. Um, which, which, <laughs> which uh, Q, that's actually where I learned uh, stretch therapy and movement and uh, body modalities was introduced to me through uh, the study abroad program at Shakespeare's Globe. 
And oh, okay. um, the rest is kind of, yeah, it's a part of a class that I, I absolutely hated it. Um, throughout your four years of acting conservatory at Rutgers, you have to take all types of movement classes. And I'm like, why are we taking this? What's the purpose of this? I want to be an actor, but from Alexander Technique to Williamson Technique to yoga and Pilates, literally every day for four years to um, other um, massage modalities. It just was something that licensed, trained, certified through my degree. And um, when I graduated, acting book, you know, really flourished. And a part of that, I end up meeting um, some NFL players, um, one one particular player, uh, David Tyree and his wife, Leila. Mm -hmm. And literally that was like the introduction to me working on people's bodies. But it started actually with Rutgers Women's basketball team, man. Um, Maya McCurdy, who's now the assistant coach for Penn State's women's basketball, and uh, Chef um, B. Ray, she played. They were all part of the Final Four. Um, Rutgers women's basketball was with CBS, Coach Stringer. And, mm -hmm. man, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a, a crazy blessing. I'm always loyal to Rutgers because Rutgers, in a lot of ways, is loyal to me. And what an honor and privilege, bro, to be an actor, to do movement and stretch therapy. I have another company where we teach male and female health patient communication to doctors, nurses, and nurse practitioners. Um, that started at Rutgers as well, acting like a patient for med students on Bush campus. So it's been a crazy journey, man. Sometimes I don't know who and what I am, um, but any given day I might be all three, you know? Right, yeah, I feel you, I feel you, man. So that's that's a great story though, man. Like you, you said, I picked up on something, like you said for four years, you kind of did the same thing, like learning repetition over bro. and over and over again. Bro. And oh my god, like there's people out here that don't understand. Like, sometimes you're gonna have to go through a season or seasons of multiple things to prepare you for the bigger thing, yeah, 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 absolutely, bro. You, you said you said season and you said seasons. I just want to encourage seasons, man. Sometimes I think we get caught up in uh product and not process, right? Mm -hmm. We want we want. We want it all fast, quick, man. It's a journey, and I and I, I'll say this: like as long as you're progressing in that process, enjoy it, embrace it. You know, um, there's definitely many seasons where you got to really uh, learn the craft, and then how about sharpen the craft? Not just the craft of, let's say, what it is that you do, but just the craft of who you are as a person. Like what was being cultivated was character and um, intestinal fortitude, because you're gonna hit bumps in the road. You're gonna be challenged. You're gonna be. Um, you're gonna face adversity, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that's a part of the journey, and just to embrace that. But I only was able to, like, let's say, overcome or overcoming it through the seasons. It wasn't short lived, and thank God. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree with you, man. So, no good, good. Uh, no, it just, it just kudos to you for. You know, just keeping it, keeping on track and staying focused, and from where it's leading you right now. So, let people know about, you know, just so you, you let people know about like when you even grew up as a kid and stuff. But let them know, yeah. like the journey where you're going now and like your career and how gotcha. like, from from Rutgers and and how everything's opened up. Because I've seen like literally sitting back and like, and yeah, even you before see. you met me, like you know, I know you've been going from then. So like. Just seeing yeah. that journey, bro, it's like amazing. <laughs> what, what year? What year did we actually meet, bro? It's like 2011. Sheesh! So I graduated from Rutgers 2007, and yeah, you know, right when I got out of Rutgers, man, 
I think shy, maybe a few months shy before I graduated, I booked national commercial. I booked a, um, a regional theater gig at Princeton University. And really some re really great things was happening for me. And then I booked more commercials, did a movie. Uh, I met David Tyree the following year. This is right off the Super Bowl. He had the helmet catch. Yep. Eli, that, that Giants game, and um, we ended up like really just um, just building a friendship. And like I, I will say this, and I and I think this is interesting about the journey, man. If you stay open, open to you. Just stay open to like all that God has given you. This I don't think we just built for one thing. Gifts. You'll be surprised the gifts that you you had when you were younger that started to manifest or the gifts or the talents that you start to to grow into as you live and that's one thing I, I would say is I, I met them somebody had a little pain in their back his wife and the rest was history from there man like that journey just kind of evolved on its own um and then I started to take myself seriously because I felt to be honest in that time people were taking me more seriously about movement and stretch therapy and recovery, uh, specifically Alexander Technique back then than I was because I was so gun hold about me just being a, I'm an actor, actor, actor. Um, and God was like, ah, that's what you do. And he also helped me understand like, you know, maybe teaching med students and doctors is what you do. It's not who you are. The same thing with doing body work. You know, I believe, Quentin, that I'm a connector, a builder, a communicator. Yep. So I can bring all those things to what I do, you know, um, you, the occupation of it all. Um, and I'll say this, man, I, through, through my time, I would say 2007, then 2008, that's when everything kind of started popping off. Uh -huh. And when I say popping off, I, I don't mean like as far as success, I just mean like me just embracing that journey. Like, yo, you not only are you getting paid to to be an actor you're getting paid to stretch out people's bodies and bring some recovery and you're getting paid to teach doctors like i just felt like you know god god will qualify you um and let me just put this uh disclaimer out there i'm a i'm a man of faith i'm a christian so um when i say god i do mean god um and that's just that's just brother maul speaking to broski um and like i said you know i've traveled a lot so i've been able to be exposed to a lot of different faiths and what I, one thing that I recognize, man, is God, I really do believe that God has the whole world in his hands and that he created all of us and every faith and every person. And that too, man, has fed my crafts. Like mm -hmm. it really has fed, fed my crafts, just being able to meet so many different people. You know, you talk about the journey now, like bro, I'm driving from DC, working with some Redskins back to Jersey. Um, I think just to get back, <laughs> just to get back to do a, uh, I have an acting meeting tomorrow with some agents um, in the city. Um, I just did this this audition. Um, y'all just y'all just continue to pray for the broski, man. It's a journey. I think the work that I do, and it's not like a nine to five. Sometimes it's a nine to twelve. Sometimes it's a twelve to twelve. You know, um, hours sometimes twenty four seven. <laughs> come on, come on. So it's not it's not like this. Like, oh, success is happening. Just in two minutes it's not it's, it's continual i was just telling my boy we we're having this conversation q like i'm just talking about let's say for instance like an oprah winfrey or tyler perry they're not just chilling back enjoying 
the fruits of their labor. They're still working. Like they're not sleeping ten hours out of the day. Like they, I said, I told my boy, I said, you want to be a billionaire? You want to be a multi-millionaire? How many lawsuits you think these people got? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, just think about it. Just if you're living, you know, you're gonna face adversity on every end. And the thing is just to, to remember, you gotta keep living because you're on, you're in the land of the living. You know, um, I would say this, man. One 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 moment for me, I remember. I'd probably say 2012. Yeah, 2012, man. I, I would say, because I met you 2011. 2012, I think that's when I, I kind of was coming off a, a contract, doing some work with Rutgers University. And one thing that God just shared with me, man, is like building relationship with people. People trust you. Um, you're going you're gonna to work with them. You're going to work with their wife. You're going to work with their teammates. You're gonna, you know what I'm saying? And that's really how... This, Specifically, the movement recovery work started and massage stuff continued. You know, Q, just think about all the people. I work with you, your roommates saw me, then I started working with them. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's even, I remember we had a conversation years ago, like that's even people who are skeptical, people who are suspicious. Um, yeah, talk about and, that. And, and mainly it's their own, say it again? No, I said, yeah, definitely talk about that. Cause you, know, you did, it was a lot of people that were yeah, I mean, skeptical and like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I would say this, I would say, looking back now, and you can kind of attest to this, um, I clearly I didn't care, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you don't care. You I think, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I just, and, and I, when I say I don't care, it's like you can't, you really can't be caught up in the naysayers, you can't be caught up on the people that speak ill or negative about you. And nine times out of 10, nine times out of 10, the people that would say something would, bad intentions or against your character or I, I would say specifically let's say movement recovery um male or female or both there's been both um that would say oh man I feel uncomfortable or why he working with just guys or why he just working with just girls or um I remember some gymnasts uh wanted to get work done and one, I, I don't I don't know the situation but I just remember one of my boys just told me hey I, I just want you to um make sure that you're staying accountable and you don't ever want your good to be spoken evil of. Now, if you're living, it's going to be hard for you not to have haters, right? Exactly. Everywhere. Um, but I think one thing to me is that I just kind of knew who I was. Um, and that's even with some hiccups. I'm not saying perfection. I'm saying me as a sinner, me missing the mark. But I knew that I, I possess great character. You know what I'm saying? And I knew I was an honest guy. I knew I didn't have ill intentions. Um, but I do know that when you're working on people's body, people just in and of themselves feel uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like just you know, image. How many how many football players do you know, basketball players, athletes who are self-conscious about their talents, right? Love. You got day in and day out coaches saying crazy stuff to you. Mm -hmm. You 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 know what I'm saying? Like. And then your image is there, and then you comparing yourself. Let's just say your line alone, like just the position you play. Right. It's a body thing, you know. Who's the strongest, right? We doing a test yep. every day. You know what I'm saying? So there's that that physical portion that that I think goes missing, where I needed to I needed to be sensitive to people, Q, because I'm like, wait, what you mean you? You're uncomfortable in your body. Like this is what you do. You present your body every day. You're judged on your physical performance. But little did I know that you add that mix with people's life growing up. You don't know 
how many people have been abused, how many people have abused. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with that being said, you add injuries, right? Some people are, are suspicious of people touching their bodies. Even now, like I have some people that sign non-disclosure agreements, you know, or they at least wanted me to in the past because they didn't want me to talk about the, the uh, issues or injuries or surgeries that they've had with their bodies because they didn't want me to use that against them or somebody to use that against them, you know? Right. So all these things, man, it wasn't just that some people were like, oh, I don't want a guy working on me because I'm a guy and they either suffered or had issues with um, homophobia, um, which is another, that's a whole other topic for another day. Or the opposite is working on women and how many of us know women can be yeah. um, very protective I don't want to say self-conscious, but just protective of their temple, and as they should be, right? Who is this guy touching me? Right. Who is this? You know, what's his? What's his? You know, I remember working with the women's basketball players, and um, one of the one of the girls was like, <laughs> um, "I want my teammates here," and I was like, "Huh?" And you know me, I, I I like sessions to be free from distractions. So a distraction can be people watching who are not participating. Right. And so I like private sessions and just for, you know, confidentiality and privacy. But I do remember in that moment, like, what you mean? And it wasn't so much that, I, you know, what I recognized it was to protect her and myself. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and then doing like the, doing like uh, teaching doctors and nurses, male and female health, reproductive and sexual health. In, the, in that industry, we've had to encourage from a patient's perspective for providers to safety and accountability and making sure the lines don't get blurred, you know? Even even going in to see the doctor, people have been violated. Right, yeah. Even for invasive exams, you know? And so you gotta, you have to, one thing I would encourage is um, just really, really making sure that the people that you're working with, not only are they qualified, but that you trust them. And, and, and trust is built through rapport and over time. I mean, maybe you could speak more of that experience. I, I think we met in passing maybe on campus, but you came, you came to learn of me. This is before social media was popping off. We had Facebook, but- Facebook, but we didn't have Instagram, wasn't popping Yeah. Off. Right, I mean, when you started working with me, like you knew me to be a man of faith, maybe yeah. through a campus ministry I was on, right? So that, that, that I guess, gave a little bit of like, oh, okay, he seems to be, to possess a good character. But then I think, I don't know if you knew that I was working with professional athletes at that time. Did you know that or? I think you, I think I did. I think, you, you know, once you especially brought me in to meet David Tyree, and then like the more we got a chance to know each other, you you, you told me a lot more. Mm. Because yeah, you you weren't a person just like, you know, like if you if you're able to build, you remember you, you utilize that word a lot. If you're able to build, um, then that, you know, then you talk about more stuff, but like if it was just like ah, like nah, you don't, hey, mm-hmm. you don't want to hang out, you know, then you ain't gonna give information. You just like all right, you know. Sometimes like you gotta take that, what's the word? You gotta yeah. take that, that leap of faith and just do, you know, just go, like get out your comfort zone and just go. And like I remember we we met in the dining hall. I think it was the dining hall. See, <laughs> yeah, we met in the dining hall. <laughs> and he just like he said, hey, bro. Right. He said, hey, bro. Before he said broski, you like, hey, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how you know, but that's that's what that's what it's all about. Like, you 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 were part of the you you were part of the the, the, the journey, man. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't saying broski back then, but I, I think to your point, man. Like I, like I said earlier, 
is being open with you. It wasn't so much about being open with Maul. It was really about you being open with you. Like, hey, it, I think we forget simple things like, dog, we come to a whole college not knowing a person and you sleep in a room with a person you never live with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't get more awkward than that. Like, so talk about, you know, that, that trust factor. So why not be in college and open yourself and be around people that don't look like you and be exposed to people that have different faiths and different backgrounds, you know what I mean? And I think that's just what was. Like, you know, and I think, like you're saying, I wasn't trying to ever name drop or be like, hey, get somebody work with me because I work with such and such from the Giants. Like, I needed to protect myself, too. I didn't want people to just to be my friend because or want to work with me because, you know, like, it's a different time now. Like, of course, social media, like, now people are working with you because you work with such and such. And that's totally fine. Like, you know what I mean? But I think during that time, man, it just was really about me building relationship. Um, and it was it was a win for win. You know, I think maybe a few months within our brotherhood, our friendship, that's when I brought you. I think I, I surprised you. Like, let's go. I think we were at a Best Buy because, you know, I don't know if y'all knew this, but the broski's a DJ phenomenon. This boy was like, <laughs> Q, Q was, yo, you're, you're a very unique, bro. Like, very special. In the, and that's, and that's why you and I hit it all great because right. you were not your typical, you know, jock. Like, hey, let's play football. <laughs> right. Like, no, nah, you was like doing lots of things. Like, and I knew you were very intelligent. You were very aware. You understand? Also, I'll be honest, you were a lot more comfortable in, in your skin, probably more than you thought you knew. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I think you were taking leaps of faith. Let's say building with me, doing things on, on, on campus, but you never ever expressed you trying to like figure it out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you had any doubt in me, I never knew. You know, yeah, I'm gonna say just... I'm, I'm gonna say this one thing too about quitting golf too. And this is something to check check in with the people that are surrounded by you and with you. Um, the negative stuff that I would say, let's, let, I'm, I know this came up later, maybe a few years back, yeah. and you were like, yo, let's, you know, I, I do a lot of testimonials on my, my gram now, of yeah, people yeah. just sharing their experiences. I like to hear from them as opposed to you seeing me. Right. Um, and I, I think it came up in conversation like, yo, what's that? Got a session with you today on your gram? I remember they used to hate on you. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, she was like, he was dumbfounded. Like, wait, <laughs> I'm not, I'm confused. Because they were like number one hater in the locker room. Word. And I don't want to get into like what was said. It doesn't matter. But you guys can use your imagination. And and not only were they good on me, but if Q's working with me, they're like, yo, why are you getting work with him? You know, now it's a different conversation. Why are you not getting work with him? You, you know, and they saw your success too. Like, Quentin. Your success, I mean, you got to remember, Quentin met me his freshman year. So he was getting work, and it was unheard of to get body movement work. And let me put this out there, and paying for it. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah, out, yeah. shout out to the NCAA for nothing. Um, so no, no, I'm playing. I'm just serious. Um, but you, you want to know something, though? Like, I had one of my best games. for my, what am I, the, It was 2013, played against Arkansas. It was my first start. 
And I remember, I remember I was like, Brosky, I gotta get a, um, a massage. It was like a, on a Thursday. I got a massage on a Thursday. The game was on a Saturday. Bruh, I had one of my best games. I had one of my best games and we won that game. Wow. We were down wow. and we came back up and we won. And wow. I was like, you know what, man? Like I was previously, you know, I was like more stiff, like slow movement. Yeah. Like, but once yeah. we stretched and got right, I'm telling yeah. you, like that the performance what you know, you wow. see what the performance on the field was like. So and I even got the video to prove it, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> got, got Yeah, that's crazy. Cute. But even Q just that the see, see that right there, man, that's a blessing. And you can tell people like, let's just be honest, like my sessions are not just like me doing stretch therapy and yoga pilates, some myofascial release, some cupping, some effleurage, petrissage, some massage work. It's also like mind, body, and soul. How much time do we spend in prayer? Especially because you're a man of faith. Like it was prayers, mind, body, and soul, kind of detoxing the stress off. Like yeah. that stuff, you know. And so I think that's what separated me from like some of the other body work and, and, and rehabilitation that you guys would get and that guys get now. Right. Um, I know you're looking at the industry now, man. It's like we encourage body work now, don't we? Right. Cryotherapy, you see everybody doing it. You see LeBron, you know. I mean, I think, I, you know what it is? I think everybody understands like, hey, this I only get one body, right? And these sports are damning on the body, you know. And then after a while, now, now all of a sudden, you know, concussions is a new phenomenon. This has been happening for years. Years. And now, and now, you know, the world of sports wants to encourage taking care of your body. And I think it's a huge travesty that we have not taken care of ourselves, or we don't understand the importance of self-care. You got it early on, bro. Like, and I think that's why, I think because of lack of understanding, right? We're destroyed for the lack of knowledge, right? Exactly. And, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna size this up to like, when you say, yeah, I can't believe old boy getting to work. He was hating on you, he was hating on me. He thought it was whack. He thought it was, you know, you know, people just be saying crazy stuff. Right. Like that's gay, but not, not understanding. I mean, especially now, especially with just the equality movement and just loving on people like, I think they understand that's an ignorant statement. Like that's gay for you to get body work from another, from a, listen, man, you want the best work. I don't care who, what, when, and where. If I get shot, I don't care. You male, female, black, white, gay, straight, Muslim, Christian. <laughs> Fix me. I want, I, can you help me? <laughs> and, and, that's, and, 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 I, and I think, and I'm gonna say this, and I had to say this before, is it's, um, it's a new day. And we got to catch up to the day that we're in. It's sad that if we hold something against somebody, and I'm going to say this particularly of our culture, black people, for so long people held us down because of our difference. Right. And if we limit somebody for being great because of, let's say, their orientations, their faith, their differences, it's a bad, it's a bad day because you limit really all God wants to do in you and through you and how you can be a witness for people if you get out of your own way. Man, a lot of the stuff that I was dealing with in college and even the stuff that rises back up, I learned this in my therapy, man, from like two years ago. It's because of preconceived notions, misconceptions, stereotypes that have been ingrained, imprinted, tattooed in my heart, in my mind, that I'm so glad I can break out of those chains and guess what happens? All of a 
second, yo, you you get you can have your own company teaching doctors because you decided not to limit you. Like I didn't go to med school, but I, you know what I mean. Right. And I think and I think for you, like who knew you was gonna have a great game because one day we said hi to Dino Hall and each other, and we ended up building a friendship. And then next thing you know, you knew early on about just the football industry because you were exposed to a Super Bowl champion of football. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you had already been exposed, so it wasn't anything new. Like, what what awesome life lessons have we learned because of being open? What have we ever learned about being defensive and judging people? And and then the worst thing is making an assessment about somebody and it not being true. It was the farthest from the truth. Like, dang, I thought I knew of a person, but I never even experienced him for myself. Hey, you know what, man? Like, like you're right about that. So at, at the end of the day, like, from what you're saying, like, just on the journey, like, just keep running your race. Like, at the end of the day, like, run your race. God's going to bless it. All the haters, yeah. everyone that gets in the way. And, again, they, those people, you got to have haters in your life at the end of the day. Like, then they, they came on. back to you. And they came back to you because they saw <laughs> what it was all about. <laughs> but in, in this, it. Yeah, you were, you know what, Mo? You were the shining light that people needed and some people didn't see some people were like in some such darkness that they just like couldn't understand it at the time but they start seeing it once again yeah. occurred. so you've always been yeah. the light in the dark room that has made has shined so brightly and i've experienced that when i, when I was with the broncos and i remember we von miller put uh, all the rookies and we had to go uh at, at a was a karaoke bar and we had to sing different songs and i got up there and sang a, a song I, I sang falling in love with jesus and they were like, <laughs> I love it. they were like, man, bro, I feel bad now because now, now I feel like my looking at my life and stuff, but like, make me feel all bad. Man, we wow. should have fun here. I'm like, well, can I can have fun singing? Like, can I count this wow. praise the Lord? Well, I don't care where I'm at. I don't care if I'm wow. like, yeah. Somebody was like, yeah, wow. you can't be like a light shining in darkness. Well, hell yeah, hell yeah. Wow, literally, literally. Yes. So wow, I didn't, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So remember, yeah. So it's great to hear that, man. So we're gonna take a quick break. I'm going to come yeah. right back and say closing statements. This uh, podcast is brought to you by Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The rules of engagement have changed. Stand clear! All stations on my mark. Three, two, one. Going dark. Go, go, go! You want the gloves off? They're off. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. What's up, everybody? We're back with the Broski. Broski, <laughs> my mom. Oh, sing it now. Sing it now. Broski. Y'all not ready. Y'all don't know what it is. Y'all don't know what it is. Broski, boy. Oh, man. he's got, We here with Ma Davis. Uh, we're going to finish up with some closing statements, Ma. First off, last last couple things. How can some people get involved in what you're doing? Um, okay. Like, get into your industry and then also... Let us let people know what your purpose is as well. All right. So uh, as far as acting is concerned in, in that journey, I always say this. Study your craft. Learn your craft. And that's going to come through experiences. A lot of people are like, yo, how you get this agent? Or how you get on um, in that movie? Or how you do Law & Order? Bro, the journey is study your craft. If you study the craft, not only will you be prepared um, when you get on set or on stage, um, you'll just be really sharp about the work. You know, the, 
you know, I always say like, you know, you, you should study what it is that you do so you can do it well. And for me, I still take classes. I still take acting classes. And that's after being in the acting conservatory for four years and studying abroad in London. So study, study the craft um, as far as getting into the acting industry. And if you're already in the acting industry, build relationships. It pays to be nice to people. Be nice to your haters. Well, there's, there's a reason why that's happening, you know? Aren't we all guilty of being haters? So let's just relax here about like hating on our haters. Relax. Give up. A lot of it has to do with them not understanding or knowing us. And don't let that be something that fuels you. I don't like to let what somebody said bad about me to fuel me to be great. I like what's what's been said good about me and what I even believe about myself and more so what I believe God says about me, right? I'm above, never beneath. He knows the plans he has for me, plans to prosper me, never to harm me, to give me a hope in the future. So just trust that process of it too. Um, even now, like my meeting tomorrow in, in Manhattan is to build a relationship with this new agent. Um, for me, representation matters as well. Um, making sure you got people that believe in you as much as you believe in you. Uh, so getting in, getting involved in that way. As far as movement recovery, uh, there's so many different ways to get in. I don't know if you want to go the physical therapy route, you want to do the massage therapy route. I will say this, it's great to be versed in a lot of different, in those different capacities for a lot of different reasons. The body, the body is so amazing. Um, I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly still having to take classes and courses. There's a, a new injury that somebody has that I'm not familiar with. Um, and there's so many daggone muscles. I tell you, that's one reason why I was like, I don't like this class. <laughs> there's so many millions, millions of muscles in anatomy, bro. I was like, wait, what's happening? Um, huh? but, but yeah, bro, it's crazy, bro. Um, but one, one thing I would say is to get in that industry, I think sometimes Q, people see me working with a certain person of a certain caliber and they want to work. I got ladies reaching out because they want to work with athletes. I got dudes reaching out because they want to work with athletes. And they're, they're forgetting that you're working just with a person. Right. You know, my, my I think you can attest to this. My goal was never just to work with an athlete. I was just working with people. Right. It just so happened that I was in that setting. Mm -hmm. I was already in that atmosphere. And then it just, it just spun or sparked itself. And you just, I just, you know, wrote with it. Um, but like I said, I've been blessed to work with people's pregnant wives and do prenatal, prenatal massages because NFL player was like, yo, my, my wife needs a session or she follow you too. And then their grandparents and their mom, I would just say, um, really focus on the, the, the craft itself as opposed to like, who, like that's even with the actor. Like my goal was never like, let me be a star. That's, that wasn't my goal, like fame and fortune. My goal was to work and to do, to do good work, to do great work, which I think kind of goes to the last portion of it, like your purpose. You know, I never thought that I would be teaching doctors and helping doctors and nurses become better providers. But basically what we teach is bridging the gap for cultural and cultural, um, cultural and social competencies, right? So in a lot of ways, helping them to become comfortable having a conversation with somebody that doesn't look like them. A lot of the providers we teach are white women and they serve in, you know, in demographics that don't have a lot of resources and so they need to be able to help if they can't relate to them they need to be able to at least identify on some level with them and so we're able to bridge that gap helping them to become culturally and socially sensitive to the people that they serve 
right? And so we help them say, hey, this is what, if I'm coming in with this chief complaint, my name's Tyrone, and I've, again, no one ever taught me about taking care of myself really, you know? I don't know about my anatomy really. So you gotta help, let this be an opportunity to, to give them a, a great examination, but to educate them as well. Right. And to get in that healthcare industry, man, I, I just made myself available. They said, hey, we need people to act like patients. And that was my senior year in high school. I mean, not high school, my bad. In college at Rutgers. And the rest kind of happened on its own. I ended up opening up my own company in 2012. And we travel literally all over the U.S. Uh, we have teaching doctors and nurses. Um, this black boy is teaching doctors and nurses how to basically engage black men, you know? And then my sister teaches the female exam and, and that portion. And so purpose, man... I'm a builder. I've been saying building for how long, dog? For a long time. You know, I want to build. I want to build with you. I want to build with me. I want to build up this healthcare industry. I want to build up people's bodies, mind, body, and soul doing movement recovery. You know, that's a lot of times, bro. When people fly me out, they can find somebody that can stretch them out. They can find somebody that can do massage. They can find somebody that can do yoga, bro. But they they love the the relationship. Exactly. You know. Cute. you've had a lot of people work on you. I've encouraged you to get other people to work on you. But it's different. It's a different experience. And it's a different experience for me. And the same thing with acting, man. Again, building, communicating. I'm a communicator. Um, and I'm a connector. I love to connect people. You know, I'm guilty of that. Hey, cute, it's such and such. And I walk away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just um, networking, man. That's how we live better. Right. You're right. Yeah, so, I mean, I appreciate you, man, being on the show today, bro. That's that's what it's all about. I'm glad you told your your story. Um, a lot of people needed to hear that for sure. Like, I appreciate you, man. Broski <laughs> boy, boy, and I love you, bro. And I love you too. I, I have to say this, y'all. Quentin Quentin Gauls is an incredible Broski. He really is, man. I remember I drove to his camp, and it's because of relationship. You know, because of the many nights that we would spend or many days or mornings doing body work. It wasn't just body work. It was like, hey, we're sharpening each other as men. And I was able to learn something from him, him being, I don't know how many years younger, but a lot of years younger, at least seven, eight years younger. But you possess a, a, an incredible wisdom and incredible love. You know, I don't know if you knew that or if you would like to admit it, but you, you were an incredible guy in the locker room on your team, which is why a lot of guys now have come full circle too with you and been like, yo, what's up, Q? I want to connect because right. you 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 did everything. You do everything, bro. What is, what is this radio podcast? What is this videography and photography? Like, you're amazing, bro. When I grow up, I'm going to be like you, bro. Hey, man. Nah, and that's, that's what happens. It comes full circle. <laughs> Comes full circle at the end of the day, man. Like I went, I went to the, the the cookout that they had for homecoming, um, in Libya yeah. at Rutgers University, and yeah, it was just a lot of people that you know you had the people that talk bad about you or people that were acting kind of funny in college, and guess mm -hmm. what? Like they were there, but like some people were like positive. They're just like come, like someone who I really didn't talk to said, you know, said yeah. what up to them, and they're just like, yo, like I see what you're doing, like. They'll keep going, yeah. grinding, and you know, just positive vibes, man. Because you never wish any bad on nobody. You never, you wish Absolutely. the best for everyone. And like college yep. is college, like it's you're growing up, you're growing up in between. But like as when you get outside of it, 
like shoot like good thing you just want to keep the positive vibes going and you know I, I even, you always even, did bro yeah you got to so no, I appreciate hey, you dude bro. I appreciate you and I love you I appreciate your integrity bro and I appreciate you always being a supporter you know and all that time I have to point this out because you're a loyal friend never once did Q tell me anything negative that somebody ever said about me because he knew it wouldn't serve me but he always defended me and I and I found this out later bro Used to be defending me in the locker room, bro. <laughs> you said what? Used to be defending me in the locker room. I heard. Now, nah, yeah, because Cats was like always saying. Uh, I heard. Why, why you working? Why you working with Brother Mark? I was like, yeah. Y'all don't understand, bro. Because I used to do yoga in high school. I used to stretch and stuff. My uncle used to teach me like to be yeah, different. Yeah, you were phenomenal, bro. My training. So like, I understood when we met. I understood like that lingo. I understood. I was, I was like, oh, oh, I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, like it's always, <laughs> you know, stress therapy to like whatever it is. Like just a mixture of everything you did. Yeah. So I was like, yo, this is like where is that? Like for sure. Mm. Yeah, mm. Nah, man, Broski, that's that's over here, family. You know, family, yo. So. Well, we'll close it out. We'll close it out because it's um little it's a little yes, long. Sir. Make sure everybody listening around the world. But hey, bro, leave your social media, leave your website, like leave out all that stuff yeah. before we close out. Yeah, so it's it's Maul Davis. It's M A U L like Darth Maul and Davis. M A U L Davis. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Facebook. You'll see. Yeah, there's stuff on there. There's links. Um, you can also check me out doing some acting stuff there. Um, yeah, guys, plan. Hey man, appreciate you having me on the show. You are amazing, man. Like we definitely gonna have you back on in 2020. We'll get this thing Thank going you, again. Uh, we'll do it in person. And uh, yes, sir, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you too, bro. bro. Peace, peace, bro. Peace, peace. Q goes out. Broski, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now good stuff, bro. So we're gonna um pause that right there. I never um. Yeah, you know, as you get older, like, certain things, it just doesn't matter. And I also understand, like, for us, we you have to keep moving forward. You can't dwell. I mean, I think we've seen people dwell on negative things. Right. And the, the last thing to do is to, to, to dwell or um, or to harp on a, on a non-truth about you, right? Somebody right. says you're not talented. Do you believe that? You get rejected. Do you believe that? You didn't make the team. You, you stay stuck. Somebody says you, you're gay. Do you stay there? Does it matter? Like, you know, you're not gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, how many times have people said negative things about a person? And I think the one thing that, or if they're like, what you, are you not doing football no more? You know what I mean? Like, what you mean? Of course I am. You didn't know I just had a workout with such and such. And just because they don't see it, right? Just because they don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. But we don't always have to, you know, people say, you know, move, move silently. And that's, I think that's one thing. When you move in silence, you're able to hear right? What God is saying and not so much what people are saying. Because even even the great things that happen, man, you almost have to um, be careful that you don't allow that that noise to overtake you because that stuff is up but for a moment. It only lasts but for a moment. And I see that firsthand because of all the incredible athletes that I work with, but it's short-lived a lot of the success. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just say all the success, excuse me, all the success is short-lived because it's just for that moment. It's just for that game day and then you got real life that happens. You got real cancers that's coming. You got real pain and real fatigue and real anxiety and real baby mama issues and real marital issues. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
so I just appreciate you, man, just staying with it and um, being a supporter. And and you are doing great things, man. You're where you're supposed to be. Um, I believe God's got some incredible things for you and, and for me. That includes wives. That includes children. Yep. But it's his timing as well. You know what I mean? Thank God that it would be his timing and not our own. Lord knows, probably wouldn't have been right if I was right, married with a child, you know what I'm saying? It's, I and probably, vice versa. I like, probably would have had a child already if I would, you know, thinking about it. <laughs> Hello, you and me both. Been there, done that. You would, know what I'm saying? It would have been a thing. Yeah, I actually, you know what's funny, man? I actually, uh, Corey was at the barbecue. She was at the barbecue uh, this past weekend. So we, you know, we hung out. And oh, we, really? Yeah, and she's, you know, she dates, she's with somebody right now. And stuff, but like we we communicate back and forth, like, and she's it's just it's just good vibes. Like, if she was just texting me today saying like, awesome. even if I have a family, Quinn, like, are you still gonna be my friend? Like, and still communicate with me? She said that to me because before, really, she didn't have the she didn't understand the friendship stuff until I guess we had this time away from each other for a long time, and yeah, she understands like yo like if if I had a, if I had a kid no no or, or she said if I had a kid or you had a, whatever. Will we be friends? And I'm and I'm like, yeah, like hell yeah. It's like yeah, like friendship trumps mm. over I'm over it all, you know, at the end of the day. But mm. Uh, mm. but she's still like I could tell like she's still she still like loves me and obviously mm -hmm. wants to you know, she's with her, you know, with her doing and stuff. But you I could tell <laughs> I could tell at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, if it, it's if it, ties, man. You guys you guys are connected in that way, you know, and um Yeah, yeah so, I, I think yeah, I think it's, it's probably inevitable, but I think the other thing too is, you know, um, everybody's journey is different. Thank you for listening to the Life Journey Podcast with Quentin Gauze.